Good morning and welcome to HealthWorks. This is Carol Knier, Way Memorial Community Health Manager. Remember, if you can't listen to all of this show this morning or previous shows, you can visit our website at wmh.org and in the little search bar, you can search HealthWorks and all the previous shows since September will come up. So, you know, if you missed a topic or want to see what we cover, um, just please, you know, go down that list and, and click on and just listen. Um, you can also go on Radio Bold website and look under your podcast section, and you will also see a section for HealthWorks. Um, the, the topics we bring hopefully are helpful for our community. And so therefore we come to today's topic, which is COVID vaccine, your third shot. Um, so on my show today, I have Erica Brown. Good morning, Erica. Good morning, Carol. How are you today? Fine, thank you. Thank Erica you finally me. agreed to do the show this time. Um, I think people are nervous when, when they have to uh, come on my show, but I try to make it so easy for them, right? Yes. <laughs> Twist your arm a little bit, you know? <laughs> but for those of you that may not know, Erica is um, the development development manager for our Way Memorial Community Health Center. Um, so thank you again, uh, Erica, for joining me this morning. Yes, my pleasure. So, you know, before we begin, you've been with um, the Way Memorial Community Health Center since 2015. As a role of development manager, um, one reason why I asked you on is because you are very much involved with the COVID vaccine team, correct? Correct. But you yes. do other things. besides this, right? Yes, the past eight months, of course, there has been a focus on the vaccines and the vaccine team and coordinating for our communities. But I also am um, responsible for the grants management for the community health centers. And a lot of my time is also spent on the professional staffing recruitment of physicians, dentists, and bringing them to the area. Right, which is so important to uh, maintain our community health centers. Correct. Yes. yes, and bringing in new specialty services to keep people in our community instead of them having to travel to Scranton for those services. Right, exactly. So thank you for everything that you are doing for our community. So, you know, I, I think, I guess, the biggest thing out there for individuals that we want to talk about today is the, the third shot recommendation. So can you share with our listeners today, um, like, who decided that individuals um, you know, who already, who already have been fully vaccinated. So that means they received one and two of the Moderna or Pfizer, and then at least one of the Johnson & Johnson. Um, who decided to the need for the third uh, vaccination? Well, the CDC, in analyzing their data, came up with a recommendation. Um, they feel that people who are moderately to severely immunocompromised, especially makes them especially vulnerable to COVID-19 because they're just at a higher risk of serious and prolonged illness. Um, these folks with the moderate to severely compromised immune systems cannot build the same level of immunity um, with the second two dose series as the general population. And the CDC recommends these people um, receive an additional dose uh, 28 days after their second dose. Okay, so um, that 28 days. So if someone just decided to get vaccinated and finished up their second dose shot, correct? They would have to wait 28 days from that one to get the third one? Is that what you're saying? Okay. And it's the same guidance for Moderna or Pfizer. 
Okay, but individuals who are immune compromised, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes, um, those individuals who were vaccinated in the beginning, like January or February, they're kind of already, and, and as long as they receive two shots, they can call in, and we'll talk about that information too, for their third shot, yes, correct? correct. Um, so when will this all start? Well, our Highland Physicians Office has already started the third shots for for those folks, and we have eight primary care locations, will be, which will be launching clinics next week. Okay, great. Um, so, so you mentioned the immune-compromised individuals. So right now, that is um, the focus for getting these people. You know, you mentioned the uh, reasons why, because their immune system are, is compromised, meaning they're not up to par um, and what they found out even with two doses. So what kind of diagnoses are we looking at? Um, And if someone has a question, how would they know if they are? Sure, the CDC has made the recommendations and they outline the moderately to severely immunocompromised people as people who have been receiving active cancer treatment for tumors or cancers of the blood, Um, people who have received an organ transplant and are taking medicine um, to suppress the immune system. They also outlined people um, with immunodeficiency diseases, um, those folks with advanced or untreated HIV, or even folks with an active treatment of high-dose corticosteroids and other drugs that can suppress their immune response. Okay. And if people have, have questions, if they qualify, the best advice for them is to either speak with their primary care or their specialist to determine if this is the right course of action for them. And that's what we've looked at always with any of the vaccinations. If someone had a question if they should receive the vaccine or not, we always refer them back to their primary care or their their specialist physician, correct? Yes, we can answer basic questions, but health specific to a person's specific health conditions, their primary care that knows their complete health history would be the best to offer that advice. Okay, so the next step, if someone's out there listening um, and they fall under that criteria of immune compromise, what's their next step? How do they get this, the third shot? Well, we have on our website, wmchc.net or wmh.org, a listing of all of our primary locations and their phone numbers all you have to do is call the office call the office which you would like to receive the vaccine at and they will schedule your appointment although it's not starting till next week they are scheduling now right right and it is by appointment we have no walking clinics because these are still physician offices they still are seeing regular patients correct so we need some kind of schedule in place uh, for this vaccination now can does somebody have a choice like because i know with the first and second well, with the first dose, I should say, they had a choice um, between the Moderna and the Pfizer. And those are the only two vaccines we're talking about, right? J&J is not included in this, or am I wrong? No, you are correct. Um, Johnson & Johnson ha- has not been determined if a third shot will increase the response and be beneficial at this time. So until further guidance is given by the FDA and the CDC, this applies only to Moderna and Pfizer. Okay. Um, and it, it's correct that if someone started with Pfizer, that's the one that they would get on their third dose. And if they received Moderna, then that would that's the one they would receive, correct? Yes. The recommendation is to follow the same 
vaccine through the entire series. If you receive Moderna in doses one and two, then your third dose should be Moderna as well, with the exception being if, if you're in an area where one is not available, okay, you can then substitute. Okay, great, great. Now, the big question is too, is, you know, we're talking about third shots, but, you know, the Wayne Memorial Community Health Centers are still continuing um, initial vaccinations, right? Because one of our goals is to get more people vaccinated, right? Yes. Yes. We have two offices that are offering Pfizer three days a week, both our Highland Physicians Office at 1839 Fair Avenue and also our Honesdale Pediatric Office, which is right next door at 1837 Fair Avenue. They are offering Pfizer three days a week for first second dose, or even now a third dose. And then the Highland Physician's Office will offer Moderna on Fridays as well. And then our other primary care offices will offer Moderna one day a week. Okay, great. Um, So, you know, I think maybe the next question that, that people may have too is, you know, yes, we want those immune compromised to get the, the third vaccine. Um, What about people who receive first and second dose, but not fall into the immune compromise. Do you think, and again, I know this is an answer that none of us could really answer because it comes directly down from the CDC um, guidelines and all the research, but do you think that's coming, that that most of us will need a third vaccination? The FDA has issued a statement recommending a booster shot eight months following the administration of a second dose beginning September 20th. Okay. At this point, we are awaiting a final CDC guidance Mm -hmm. and are actively preparing. Right. Um, You know, setting up the the large public clinics does take quite a bit of preparation and and scheduling and advance work. So we are are getting ready and we will be ready for the fall. Right. And so, you know, I know back in January and February when, you know, the vaccines first came out, there was um, some panic. People were scared. People didn't want to be left out, especially the ones who chose to be vaccinated. That's not so much the case. There there will be enough vaccines, right? People should not worry. People should not get scared. Is that a good statement to make? Yes. Okay. I I couldn't agree more. (laughs) Um, We at Wayne Memorial, along with the rest of the state, experienced significant supply shortages in January, February, and March, and the demand greatly exceeded supply. But productivity has increased from the manufacturers and also efficiencies have been created in just the distribution chain itself. So we will be ready. Uh, We do not foresee any vaccine shortages and coming in the coming months. Right, right. And again, you know, moving forward, uh, everything is still somewhat unknown. But right now, um, you know, as a health health center between the hospital and our community health centers we work so closely how important it is to continue on this mission um you know COVID-19 is not going away correct correct I think everyone foresees this at least for the next year right right to some extent right exactly um and you know one thing I did hear is um and I believe personally that masking really does help um, you know, to help decrease the, the transmission. Um, you know, we were at a meeting the other day and, you know, we feel that because everyone masked so well last year in the midst of COVID, 
um, no one was admitted to the hospital with the flu. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And we were checking, you know, at one time when they were doing the, the lab testing, they were checking for the flu as well as COVID. Um, and that is truly amazing. And I think the only thing I could rationalize in my head, again, is that most people wore masks. Is is that still a good statement to make is masking does help? I believe so. I believe it's been proven that masking does reduce the transmission of not only COVID-19, but also the common cold and flu. And as you mentioned, we, on the outpatient side of things, in our primary care offices last fall and through early winter, when would be the typical flu season and um, school transmissions of various colds and, and that sort of thing in strep throat, we saw a significant decrease and primarily due to the masking and social distancing. Right, right, exactly. Um, and now with, you know, different breakthrough variants like the Delta variant, um, you know, we are seeing some people who are vaccinated get those variants, correct? Correct. But because they're vaccinated, their, their symptoms don't seem to be as severe. Again, statistics, I don't have them in front of me, but that is one reason why we're doing all of this. Is, is to reduce the transmission, reduce the severity of COVID-19. Um, am I right by saying that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, people, some people feel as though if they're vaccinated, they have a zero chance of contracting COVID-19. That's, mm-hmm. that's simply not the case and hasn't been put out as the case. Right. Its primary function is to prevent the serious illness hospitalizations and death right and and that that is our primary goal because our health systems are definitely overwhelmed um with COVID-19 it it still continues so um recommendations wear your mask get your vaccinations right wash your hands be diligent yes (laughs) um you know clean those surfaces where or objects that are frequently touched by multiple people Mm -hmm. Just those basic common sense items still apply. Right. Carry that hand sanitizer when you don't have that soap and water. Use that in emergency situations, right? Yes. Well, Erica, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. I think the the topic that we covered is so important to our community. I know that this information is out there, but I think hearing it from someone firsthand like yourself who works, you know, with the the COVID uh, vaccine team every day, I want to thank you for everything you're doing. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And again, this is Carol Knier, Way Memorial Community Health Manager. I want to thank you for listening and have a great day.